0: Welcome to the Western Mail Racing Podcast. Here comes inspirational girl She's starting to thread her way through the field Inspirational girl Pike under hands and heels Ranges up, grabs the lead It's a winning hat trick for the wizard And goes home inspirational Adornment straightened in front of trap for fools Pike sitting as quiet as a church mouse on truly great though Ambled up, Nerf Bosk is on his tail He's letting down the grey Pike will have to go to work He's nursing, he's kidding truly great Nerf Bosk on the outside, comes again Pike gets serious, truly great 60 kilos at all, Nerf Boss comes at him They hit it, oh what a finish What a finish in the cup Nerf Boss On the show we discuss local racing news Dissect trials and preview the Saturday Metro meeting We'll also be interviewing industry participants but first, it's over to Mike Johnson and Gary Bothwell to get us underway. What's up, Perth Racing fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Western Mail Preview. It's Mike here. on flying solo this week as Gary is away on holiday. So a big g'day to Gary, if you're watching, mate, and to everyone else out there. So as a result, I'll be responsible with trying to find the winners on what is a mammoth Bowfine Stakes Day. What was originally a nine race card has now been bumped to an 11 race card due to the cancellation of Wednesday's meeting in which Belmont saw around 60 mil of rainfall since Sunday, between Sunday and Wednesday. So not ideal. Uh, as a result, uh, a couple of races have been moved across and there'll be a few bigger cards in the coming week or two just to make up for that bit of a backlog. So, uh, yeah, massive day. Kicks off at the really early start for WA standards of 10.48. Now, that's race one. Uh, However, with uh, quite a bit of rain this week and more rain forecast tomorrow, uh, we'll probably be racing on a bit of a bog track. So we'll get into that shortly, but a bit of a recap from last week's meeting. For anyone who didn't see the review show. Uh, we just had the one winner last week with uh, real charisma getting up at around $5. Uh, quite frustrating day in the end with quite a few placings and near misses and, and runners who just didn't quite uh, perform to uh, expectations. So as always, we try and find where we went wrong and, and, and learn from that. So hopefully uh, I've done that this week and we can find a few winners on Bowfine Stakes Day. So... Yeah, look, uh, normally we'd also recover trials. So, But um, with the weather, there were no trials this week either on the Monday uh, being cancelled due to that heavy rain that I mentioned. So not a great situation, actually. When We're six weeks into the Belmont season and Perth Racing are already having to can trials and race meetings uh, because of the state of the track. And I do think something needs to be done in the off season with the Belmont track, because it is causing a lot of issues. You know, we talk about the Belmont trench in that home straight, uh, you know, and just the, the general sort of heavy rain that it's been topping in the last week or two. It does look very tired, even though it's only had racing for around uh, six weeks or so. But you got to remember as well, there are a lot of trials that run there, every, every second Monday track work, uh, quite a few days of the week. So something does need to be done. So yeah, fingers crossed that uh, that can happen. So, yeah, with no trials, uh, we're going to jump straight into the preview, really. So, uh, conditions for Belmont, look, we're currently on a heavy eight. That's as of Thursday afternoon. So, not ideal. But with 20 to 40 mil of rain forecast to fall tomorrow, uh, we'll look, we're probably going to be on something heavy um, by Saturday, even though it looks pretty clear on Saturday. So, would expect a, a heavy surface for racing if the racing does indeed go ahead. So, Stewards have been quick to point out that uh, they will be conducting another inspection of the track Saturday morning to ensure that everything's safe for all participants. Uh, the rail, a little bit confusing with a few different uh, publications. Um, originally on Chris, they've got nine metres for this meeting. It is 13 metres, uh, sorry, 14 metres. So yeah, another another publication had 13. So we're on 14 metres for this meeting. Uh, and we haven't had any Meetings with a 14-metre rail this season, only 13 and 15. So uh, that would appear to benefit runners with cover. Back in the run, back markers, runners off pace. And quite often with the rail out this far, we do see the middle to outside part of the home straight being the place to be, providing a fair share of winners. So I would expect that to happen again. Although if it is a heavy, heavy track, then it could pay to be backing runners up on speed because I think it's going to be really hard to make ground. So... We'll just have to keep an eye on that and see how we go. So we're going to jump straight in here. We're going to jump straight in here to race number two. It's the Tab Touch Betty bet Plate. It's for the two-year-olds. It's a no-metro win race. And really keen to see the debut here of the Velvet Queen. Now This girl is a sister to, full sister to the Velvet King and comes here off two trials in June. Now, the most recent one was very appealing to the eye. Uh, this Delta of Universal Ruler uh, looked was doing her best work late. I thought there when running second behind the Coolick and Kid, as I referenced in last week's show. And from the five alley, I do think Chloe as a party can can get a nice run in transit. Does have options, but I, I would expect uh, that they'll try and go forward and sit in the first few pairs in running. And as we know, Universal Rulers usually go pretty well in the wet. So I'm not really phased about the possible conditions and i do think this girl looks a good shout on the as a result but uh, look i'd like to see a bit of market support uh, before hopping on but she's around eight dollars fifty at the moment so it's a, a nice nice price uh, back each way and uh, i think she'll be in this for a long way uh so look uh, happy to see how uh, the velvet queen gets on on the boo in race number two here so Yeah, look, uh, we'll move along to race number six. Uh, This is the Peninsula Dining Room Handicap. So this is for the three-year-olds and it's over the 1,200 metres. So look, as I said, interesting three-year-old encounter here. Look, I was on How's the Serenity last time out and uh, she walked in at Belmont there, led all the way in a small field, one by over two lengths. And she does lob here more or less exactly a month between runs. So... No doubt that the uh, Simon Miller camp have kept her up to the mark, but there, yeah, there's no fitness like match fitness really. So I'm going to lean away from her here. Uh, The gate's also tricky and I think Holly Watson will need to anticipate the start perfectly if she's going to be, or not going to be pegged wide here. So enough risks there to be uh, avoiding and and, uh, I think the market probably agrees uh, at about $9. So look, I actually thought Looking back on the face of it, Secret Plans run uh, previously was only fair. Uh, Resumed a fortnight ago, but ran third behind Vane Tempest and Pink Carrots. So, uh, this Gelding is by I am invincible. Uh, Lobbed around midfield in the run under Willie Pike there. Uh, Did miss the kick though, so eventually wound up for third, but uh, was less than two lengths behind the winner. I do think to step out to 1,200 suits as well. Uh, From gate one, I think Pike will try and be positive and possibly try and sit a pair closer here. Uh, did run pretty well in second up last prep as well. Flash home late behind Hot Zed. Uh, and we all know how handy Hot Zed is. So something t- similar here in terms of performance. I think we'd see this bloke giving us a pretty good shout here. And uh, it's around $3.60, so not a bad price. is uh, pretty well in. Is the favourite. But look, I think uh, if he brings his, his best form, I think he'd be giving us a really good shout. So happy to have a look at something on secret plan here. So uh, from race six, we'll head over to race number seven. Uh, this is the Mrs. Max Handicap. It's a graduation one metro win over the 1,000 metres and really intrigued actually by Paige Kenny uh, to see a vain tempest here up against the older horses for the first time. But having said that, she's the top rated runner here. Uh, so that's really interesting to note. Uh, it does come here after three wins from her last four. Uh, they're all this prep. So yeah, it does look like the stable going beautifully, and Paige has got a real star on her hands here, star in the making, so really like the way that Victoria Corbin rode this filly last time out, just sat off pace in the run over this same track and trip, and uh, yeah, look, from another low draw, should be able to give a near carbon copy transit, really, so do expect the likes of Super X, Olga Louisa, Express Time and Tavaric, all to head forward in search of the lead, so I think this is an ideal situation for Victoria to take a sit and just kind of watch the watch the fireworks, I think, because I, you know, I'm expecting them all to cut each other up here. And when they do, I think uh, it'll leave this pair in prime position to strike over the top and just thought they were really hard to go past. Obviously, the entire yard are on fire and another win looks a very strong possibility uh, for Vane Tempest here in the seventh. Uh, it's currently around 225, so it has come in for some support, but I do think uh, she can be putting this field away and really underlying her talent here. So after race number seven, we're gonna head across to race number eight. Uh, it is the feature race of the day. Uh, it's the list of Bowfine stakes. It's over a thousand meters. And look, it's a really interesting field. We've got the nine runners engaged. Uh, Nero Dio finally gets his crack at a bit of black type here. Uh, we've Got Yeh Dadi in as well. Gemma son Mervyn returns. Uh, Anna who is absolutely flying. Uh, Long Beach was a really good winner on debut for the Gangemys a fortnight ago. Uh, So he's here. Miss Kentucky, the other Simon Miller uh, runner. Multiverse, who is a noted wet tracker. So that's an interesting uh, placement there from Gary Crispin. And Tycoon Storm rounds out the nine. So she's been going really well for Uncle Lindsey. Obviously the two Miller runners are going to be incredibly hard to beat. And uh, look, yeah. Amasinas and Miss Kentucky lock horns here, which is really interesting because Chris Parham has ridden both throughout, but you can't ride both of them at the same time. So uh, he's lumped for amacenas So that means that William Pike gets the ride on Miss Kentucky. Uh, so not a bad replacement. And in a race oozing with the quality and winning chances, I've actually sided with the runner at slightly longer odds than uh, the fave Miss Kentucky to get the job done here. And I, I did think that Gemma's son actually returned off an eight-week fresh and uh yeah, run a handy third in a 78 plus thousand here at Belmont. Uh look, wasn't helped by missing the kick there. So look, really recovered well to finish just over a length behind Long Beach. And you know, he was mustered up after after missing that kick, ran about 3305 last 600. So was absolutely flying home. Um we also saw Don't Fuss in that race too. He ran down the field, uh, but then came out last Saturday and gave Cenas an almighty scare uh, when running third down in 72 plus over the same track and trip. So I just thought Gemma's son looks to me the weighted horse of the field as well. He's just got 55.5, so drops uh, a little bit of weight for the rising class, but is a Metro rating of 90. So yeah, look, I do love the booking of Kira Yule as well. She tends to have a knack for getting horses to run for her. So uh, from the six alleys, should be able to land in the first two pairs in running, assuming uh, that they don't miss the kick, uh, but Jemison does get the visors on first time here. So hopefully they'll sharpen him up and just get him that, that bit more focused uh, for the start of the race. So we're going to have an electric uh, speed from Mervyn. He'll be leading them up and burning along. So... I think she'll also have a, a bit of a head start Nakira. that is, uh, on the Miller pair and Amasinus and Miss Kentucky here. So, uh, look, Mervin may well inevitably hit the wall. I mean, if this was an 1,100 or 1,200 metre race, I think that would be a pretty much nailed on. But, uh, look, I wouldn't write him off 100% in this but because it's a 1,000. But I think if he does tire, that should leave Gemma Sun in a really nice position uh, to, to strike over the top. Uh, he always runs time. He's super consistent. And, yeah, look, with those, that gear change of the buys is going on first time, I just thought that he could really measure up here. So happy to play. Uh, he's about $5 now. But I've, uh, I've got on at about sevens earlier. So, yeah, it was an each-way proposition, but that's now not really the case. About $1.70 the place. So, uh, look, I'm very keen on Gemma Sun here. I think he can run a race in the bow fine. Uh, we're going to move on now to race number 10. So this is the all-flag signs and banners handicap. Uh, this is over the 1,400. It's another graduation, uh, one Metro win. And uh, as Gary pointed out last week in our trial recap, uh, Camp Easy here makes his WA taboo for the Mick Lane Yard. So this ex-Victorian, he's crossed over after starting his career with Archie Alexander over there in, in Victoria. Has trialled pretty well in preparation for this uh, first up run as well. So he's a Toronado four-year-old. Uh, has a noted uh, fresh horse as well with two wins in a second from three starts. Uh, has drawn a uh, gate nine of 20, I believe. I'll just double check that. Uh, Again, yeah, a gate nine of, of 20, but there's already been a scratching. So he may come in, not too sure. We'll have to wait and see for Saturday. But Chris Parnum takes a ride here. So that's a really positive booking. And I think from that gate, should be able to land midfield, just off midfield in the run where he may well look to get to the outside in the run home and just thought uh, he was worth a little play based on his uh, fresh form. It's around $8. So a little bit of an each way spec little shite stumps here. And uh, obviously it's a big field, but I dare say with the weather, we'll see quite a few scratchings. So may even come in, but if he gets a smaller field, then that's all the better for him. So yeah, keen to see how uh, Camp Easy goes in race number 10. So we're going to round things off. I'm going to save for the best for last year. I'm really keen on a runner in the last year. And I think by this point, uh, Darren Nicola the doyen of WA Racing, may well need a few strepsils. Uh, race 11, it's going to be a huge, big day. So look, uh, we've got race number 11. It is the Western Race Picks Handicap. Uh, it's over the 1,200 metres and it is a rating 72 plus. So... Look, I really love the aggressive placement here for Puley. Uh, he's proven he can win while carrying big weights. But uh, yeah, this son of Dick Turpin is in the two from two this prep since being freshened up and took care of Bright Diamond too back under the 60 kilos pretty well. Bright Diamond did have a, a bit of bad luck in that run, but Puley was, was just too strong. Uh, he then backed it up with another win carrying 62 this time. Uh, beat home the likes of Agent J and Island Missile. And there was a horse who finished about five lengths back there in OBH. Uh, so he, that horse has subsequently come out and won last Wednesday. Uh, so he also ticks the form Frank box as well. And because he goes from a sixty-plus into this seventy-two-plus here, we do see him drop a luxurious six and a half kilos. That's thanks in part to Holly Watson's claim, the 3 kilo claim. But now uh, this bloke really relishes wet conditions. Uh, he's, I think, he's had four wins uh, on soft track, I believe. So. Look, he really loves the wet tracks and uh, yeah, four wins and two placings from six starts. So much better suited to the wet tracks. And I think they'll find the front pretty easily here. Drawing barrier six. So they should find the front really well. And yeah, look, okay, it is a big step up in class. But looking back at his form, I mean, he has raced in 72 class before. It was around September last year. He was stepped up from a class three straight into that. So perhaps throwing a deep end a bit. But did run second on that occasion. Ahead of the locks of Or ways, Long Beach and position of power. So I think he's up to, the, up to the standard here in 72 class. And if they're left alone up top, this pair, I do think there's a strong chance that this field won't be seeing them until post-race until back in the uh, the winner's box. So really keen to play purely here at the $2.50 thereabouts. Uh, yeah, look, I think he, he's my best of the day by by quite a margin. I think uh, one of my my pet loves, I guess, is uh, up in class, down in weight, and he gets exactly that here. So very keen on purely at the uh, $2.50. Probably wouldn't want to take anything less than that, but if we do get a late drift out of threes, then I think that's still... Really good shopping, so uh, fingers crossed pure we can end the day on a positive note for pod selections. So before I head off, obviously a fair bit uh, shorter this week with uh, Gary not being here, but we've got one for WA Watch this week. So uh, Red Can Man goes around again this Saturday at Caulfield. He's taking part in the Group 3 John Monash Stakes over the 1,100 metres. So Benny Mellum takes the ride there and the David Bride yard. Uh, they've reported he did run fairly fresh, uh, which, you know, no pun intended because he was first up, but ran ran on the fresher side down that Flemington straight a few weeks back. Uh, look, but all reports are that he's training the house down, uh, expected to run much better around the bend as well. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, drawn barrier five, I think, which should seem to get a nice run behind the speed here, depending on what the tactics are going to be. But if they run him up to his usual uh, tactics that Wolfie did over here, then, should be in a really nice position from there. And uh, at the time of writing, it was about $9. So I uh, think again, worth a little play. And uh, We do wish all the connections the best of luck and obviously very keen to see Red Can Man hopefully run a blinder in the group three, John Monash over at Caulfield on Saturday. So fingers crossed for him. Uh, so just to recap a few of the selections, uh, we're gonna have a, a look, a uh, bit of a look at the Belbin Queen in race number two. Uh, move along to race number six, where we've got Secret Plan very keen on Secret Plan. Uh, on to race seven, Vein Tempest very keen on Bane Tempest here. And then in the feature race, uh, very quite keen on Gemma's son here with the visors going on first time. Uh, race number ten, uh, Camp Easy. He looks uh, well. Looks a. <laughs> As much as we can say, it, a good chance in a field of 19. Uh, but look, uh, he's a really good fresh horse, about $8 for him in race number 10. And then rounding it out the day, race 11 purely, my best of the day, $2.50. I think he can be winning here and uh, absolutely flying for Darren Taylor. So yeah, look, uh, that just about wraps up the Bofine Stakes meeting. So a big thanks for watching, listening, wherever you're tuning in from. Uh, give us a like, subscribe, give us a comment. And, uh, yeah, we will be back uh, next week. But for now, that's all she wrote. And uh, we'll take you out uh, with some footage from previous races. So we'll catch you next time. And good punting. See ya. This has been a Western Mail Racing production. All content has been written and researched by Mike Johnson and Gary Bothwell. And if you like what you've heard, Please feel free to subscribe to us so you don't miss any future episodes. You can do that by searching Western Mail Racing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or where all good podcasts are played. Big thanks for listening, and we hope to have you back on board in the near future.